Hello, everyone. This is the Easy Allies podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman, and joining us this week, Michael Damiani. The person who's finally finished Dragon Ball Z! Michael Huber. Don't shoot! I'm a human! And Brennan Jones. Never seen a single episode. Is that, what episode is that from, Don't Shoot, I'm a Human? Uh, oh, it's Resident Evil 2. Oh, yeah. okay. okay. So we're bouncing around there in our intros yeah, this week. Who are you? Different roles. What are you doing? What are you doing here? Uh, so, so Damiani, I recall the last episode of Dragon Ball Z oh. being Goku fighting Oob. Yes. Oob, yeah. And then he goes, to, he promises to train him because mm-hmm. it's a reincarnation. He basically asks yeah. the Horn King guy in heaven uh, to... Yami? Yami, like, uh, yeah, something. Uh... Asked him, hey, I have a, like, can you do me a favor? Can you reincarnate Majin Buu, but as a good person? Yeah. And he's like, King sure, Yemen. I'll do this. Yes. So King Yemen. Goku doesn't know who it is, and yeah, he figures out it's Oob and stuff. He goes, my dream is to... F-. He, he has like the other Majin Buu, the fat Majin Buu. Yeah. He has them rig the, the selection at the beginning so they fight each other. I forgot about yeah. that. He rigs it, and then they fight, and then he's is like... Is that a callback to Chiaotzu, who used to do that? Basically, yep. Was about, yeah, yeah, full circle, totally baby. Totally full callback. And at the end, he goes, sorry, Gohan. Sorry, Goten. I'm going to train this person. <laughs> but Tell your mom bye. I'll see yeah. you in like a few years. Does Uber Those are his children. Up? When he says Gohan, Goten Jones, he's talking yeah. to his children. He's yeah. like, I'm going to train this kid. Does cool. Oob- Thanks for the clarification on that. Yeah. Everything else up- I understood. <laughs> Does Oob show up in Super? I don't know. Don't tell me. But he shows up in the first episode of GT, okay. and Goku's just like, "Bye, thanks for training." He goes, "I gotta go back to my mom and sister now. See you later." Huber, you started Super. I feel like I should tell you it takes place before that scene. Oh, it does. It takes place before <laughs> the last scene of Dragon Ball Z. No, it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. But GT's not canon, apparently. GT's not canon. Yeah, GT's not canon. Oob is canon and Super is canon. Okay, gotcha. Super's before... That's weird. It is weird. I got you. I got you. Now let's play, and for that reason. (laughs) I love it. Good evening, Easy Allies. Bingo Caller is a game where you host a bingo night for a group of elderly people. However, your objective is to not let anyone get bingo. So find ways to cheat and don't get caught by the more cunning players. That comes to us from Auntie Benz. So we're finding ways to cheat in bingo. Yeah. We're not trying to win the game. We're just trying to make sure no one does. I like this because if nobody wins, nobody feels bad. And you can play all night. You can just play all night. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. I'll tell you, I played bingo once at, at a firehouse and they hated it. If, if, if an irregular person comes in and wins bingo, and they're upset. you just feel the chill. <laughs> you feel the eyes because they're there every week. And then this little guy comes in and wins 200, my 200 bucks. He's like, oh, I got it. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, I'm here every week. Sorry, Damiani. Weird to say. No, no. Like, I'm going off with this. Yep. Uh, yeah. It's just like the Curb episode with Larry David when he shows up. and Wait, went- who's in Curb? Larry David. <laughs> no, man. Why did you put his last name in there? All right. Keep going. I'm sorry. Yep. He's but, Larry David. But yeah, it's always Larry, it's Larry David. David. Yeah. Larry yeah. David. Larry David. Larry David. Larry David. Yeah. Goes into the, yeah, like the, the, the retirement home and basically plays bingo <laughs> with them. And he thinks he wins and they like, did they just hate him? And they're like, let me take a look. And they're like, you're cheating. He goes, I'm not cheating. Like, she's cheating over there. Like, she didn't get that and stuff. And like, he just gets so angry and stuff because the, the people, regulars there, they just don't want him to win. Like, mm-hmm. no, yeah. get out of here. You're not a part of us. Out of here. So good. Uh, we need to rig it from the outset. We need to make sure that 
every single card, every single bingo card, uh, just doesn't have one number. Like we take one number, we yeah. take the numbers out of the bingo roller. Huber, you can do that early on in the game, but yeah. eventually they get wise to that. They'll know. You can't use the same strategy every single week in okay. the game. What? Well, then you got to have them, like, ready to throw back in if someone calls you out. Mm, yeah, that's good. That's a good strategy. You, like, have them ready to go. Well, it's also like that scene in Casino where he's like, the pit bosses are watching the dealers, the dealers are watching these people. Like, you'd need people behind the players to, like, look up at the ball person and be like, no 42, no 42. Mm-hmm. 42's a win right here. Can't do it. Yeah. I'm a little, I'm a little nervous that the, the, the person that submitted this did not offer potential ways, at least one. Of, of a way you could possibly cheat at bingo yeah. or, or prevent someone from winning. I mean, like we're I, doing all the work here. I'm sorry, I, I cut them out. There are uh-huh. some in here, some other ways to cheat. Oh. Uh, I mean, like simply pulling the fire alarm is on there. Ah. Uh, letting a lion loose is on here. Oh, okay. okay. This sounds like and then like unfortunate events level stuff. Yeah, because like the lion comes in, the lion gets ready to run away, and then you switch the cards as they're gone. And then when they come back in. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. okay. So there's some ideas on here. I like turning the lights off. Mm. Every single light we turn off for six seconds, and we do that like every hour. And when it's dark, you're doing little swaparoos. We're doing little swaparoos. Nice. And because it's happening every hour, they don't. They're not even wise to it. Cool. Uh, okay. Two minutes in this segment. I just want to remind everybody. It's called. And for that reason, I know. we have to I determine know. whether we want to pick up this. Well, game or not. you know, I, I needed I need a little more information. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, yeah, because I was gonna ask my question like. Do these reasons the 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 ways to be more devious and cheat? Do, is there like any kind of like meter that says like it, it it's effectiveness rating or anything like that? So basically, do we have to like assemble a set of skills or cheats essentially? And is there a way to rate them? Yeah, and it's a, it's and a triangle. They, and did they work on a cooldown system or something? Like you can't use it after a while. Like it's gonna. It does. Okay. So there's a triangle that has three different points on it, and you can't go too far toward any one okay. point. So if it's if you go too far on the suspicion side, uh, you can go really far to the left on the sweetheart side. But if you to be too much of a sweetheart, they'll become more suspicious of you, and then like you'll lose the game. So yeah, it's a triangle. Um, Suspicion, sweetheart, and uh, this is just way feast. too high stakes. Mm-hmm. This makes me so nervous, and for that reason, I'm out. Okay, wow. the game would be too stressful. Yeah, too stressful. Yeah, Damiani. I don't know. I I feel like this is a concept I can get behind, and because it is, I think that you can really be clever in the ways that you come up with to, 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 to like de- deceive these people and keep the game. But you're also doing it for their benefit because you want to keep the game going. You want to have them like entertain them and stuff. Because so only like, one person gets bingo. Yeah, right? like it's so yeah. you're like denying that selfish, you know, one person there for the greater good. And yeah, I could just see like I I just. You know what? I just don't like playing bingo, and but this is a clever spin on. You're not really playing bingo. You're trying to like mess up bingo, mm-hmm. and for that reason, I'm in. Wow, Brandon Jones. If you've ever been to an actual retirement home and seen these play, people play bingo, it's 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 almost all they have. I mean, for some of these people, this is this is such an important moment. You know, you wouldn't like somebody coming in and messing with you playing God of War, would you, Huber? No, no. For that reason, I'm out. <laughs> Just too disrespectful. 
Uh, now's a good time to tell the audience that was the last time we're playing, and for that reason, on this very podcast. We'll have a new opening segment next week. One will go much uh, smoother, one shorter. We, it was man, the finale, I have, man. I have a good time, exactly. Yeah. Here. It was I the love extended episode. Yeah, yeah, the extended finale. Yes. Will the new segment be Dragon Ball related? Yes. 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 Oh, it yes. will? Yes. Okay. Yes, right. having yes. on every episode. Yep. Yes. yes. At least will. let me know yeah. what show it is, and I'll try to catch up. Yes. Yes. I'll at least read a couple Wikipedia articles. If you could just get like the two, the first two arcs by next week I think you'll be ready for the okay, okay, yeah, I think you'll be ready for the no opening problem. segment no problem uh, Jones if you could please begin the corrections music uh, ooh last week when we did and for that reason I credited the wrong uh, author of the game uh, Chase Jones wrote our game last week which was called coincidental planning Jones it was uh, <laughs> you are you were bullied in, in high school and then you are a city planner I cut the podcast okay <laughs> Damiani, I got one for you, dude. Good. I actually noticed how good the cut was when when Kyle was like, "Uh, Jones, if you can hear me, you can play the (laughs) really good cut. You came in like like a second early with the noise. I thought it was great. Yeah, it's good production. Yeah, Jones, you know, that's above and beyond, dude. Yeah. Nobody forces you to listen to it and for that reason when you're doing the edit, you know? Thank you. Uh, Damiani. Only one of nine Fire Emblem games was exclusive to Japan after the year 2003. Cool. <laughs> Probably thinking of Tails and confused Fire Emblem with Tails. Cool. <laughs> uh, here's one for me. Blaze Blue Cross Team Battle will ha- will have a season pass for the remaining 18 characters uh. after the two Ruby ones. That's 20 buckaroos. Uh, there will also be, you can get them separately in six DLC packs, each including one character from Persona 4, Arena, Under Night, and Birth, and what was the third game in that series? Um, Kyle, you got this. Oh, Blaze Blue, obviously. That's why I didn't write it down. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, there'll be like three character packs. Cool. So if you only care about Persona characters, you can get the Persona pack. Nice. You can't. You cannot. Because the no. pack, the packs are one of each series. No. Oh yeah. Okay. okay, okay. Sorry. So gotcha. you're probably you're probably going to want to get that season pass. Yeah. Those Persona ones alone would cost so much more. Yeah. The Atlas tags. Yeah. No, they know what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. They pack them up. Oh yeah. And correction music, please. Just for the record, I just yeah. want to say I, I miss the podcast whenever I'm not on it, but it is a privilege to listen. To the Easy Allies podcast. Yeah. Oh, wow, Josh. That's why I listen to it, because it's it's fun to, like, oh, yeah. I, I don't know what they're about to talk about. Yeah. I listen to it on, like, when I'm driving. Nice. Just throw it on. I listen to Cup of Jones every week. <gasps> you listen to Cus- Cup of Jones? Yeah. What's weird is, so, if you don't know what we're talking about when we say Cup of Jones, that's a, that's a $1 yeah. up. Uh, if you're a patron of patreon.com slash Easy Allies, you get an exclusive show that isn't anywhere else other than our Patreon page. Um, for me, I always feel like it's, like, a secret with Jones. I feel like you don't want us to see that. Oh, of course. It's all. Yeah. So, so you like that, Dominic? I'm intimate. exposing oh, yeah. myself, Kyle. Okay, cool. Come watch. Very all intimate. Right. I watched. Um, I watched the one we were talking about, like a uh, meditation, Jones. Yeah. yeah, you do get intimate on that show. Uh, do you all know my favorite way to start an Easy Eyes podcast? No, I think uh, I forgot, Kyle. What is it? It's yeah, a game announcement. Oh yeah, I love to kick it off <laughs> with a game announcement. We actually have two this week. Well, second one, you know, I don't go crazy about remasters, but we have a whole new game announcement this week. A game called Radical Heights. Radical Heights. Radical Heights is a battle royale game. Mm -hmm. It is developed by the studio who brought you Lawbreakers, Boss Key Productions. Mm -hmm. It was announced and released Steam Early Access same day earlier this week. Pretty crazy. That was such a smart plan to have. 
because they were they announced like they're moving on essentially from Lawbreakers. They said we're we just we had a lot of passion for this game and that like goodbye like not a goodbye message but like an explanation oh, message. That was this week too, actually. Yeah, yeah. they basically said like, listen, like it just, we wanted to succeed, it it didn't. We're not gonna lie, but we can't keep throwing resources at this game. We have to move on to something else. And we're really excited to share what's next thing. Everyone's like, yeah, sure, okay. Well, like, when's that happening? And actually, Boom! And I think what's an interesting part about that letter as well is they brought up free-to-play. They said, hey, we, oh, like, yeah. we know that like that was an option. We can't. We cannot support this game even in free-to-play right now. For sure. And then they they come out with this. Like, yeah, we weren't lying. We, we've been working on something else. Here it is. Let's seem, go. They seem really upfront with the state it's in. They said it's oh, yeah. extreme early access. <laughs> extreme I think. early access, yeah, for sure. So the game has been in development for five months. Five months. Total. Mm-hmm. So I, I, some of the Steam reviews, you know, and, and just some of the comments are like, the textures aren't there. Like you walk into a room and it's just like brown. So it's like extremely <laughs> like early. looking buildings. Yeah. 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 But it's, Battle Royale is the the meta right now. It's hotter than it's ever been. It's, it's right now. This is the moment. So mm-hmm. I think even releasing the game in this early of a state is a really smart move for sure. Uh, do we know what makes this different from other battle royale games? Well, let's just say the I know two the main other thing. Uh, what is that? So you earn uh, cash. Uh, it's presented like a game show type, like a Smash TV type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you accumulate cash, and that cash actually carries over to other matches. And I think that's really smart because the main thing that gets me back into Fortnite day after day, week after week, is the battle pass. Uh, it's it's genius. It's you, dailies, right? You do you get daily missions for to stars mm. and weekly challenges. And when you earn enough things, you level up your battle pass and you unlock skins, emotes, hammers, icons, whatever. Whereas like PUBG, it's matched match based. You know, you earn your currency to buy some crates or whatever, and you can like earn some cosmetic items. But I still like having these new missions and having these new modes and having these new challenges that pull me back in. What does that have to do with money for, carrying for over between matches? Term, because it's getting me invested long term, not yeah. just the one match. When I play PUBG, it's like so singular, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, all right, I'm going to win or lose this match. And it's like, after you've won one, you know, it, for me personally, I'm speaking for myself. Like after I've, I've won a match, the the craving and the drive to win another one isn't as strong. It's like, all right, I've done it. I've won. But the drive to go back and finish these challenges and level up that battle pass and get these really special skins that take a lot of work and a lot of time to get keeps, com- keeps I feel like bringing me back. This is a very back. different appeal, though, Huber. The money. The strictly, like, this is just money. I feel like that's a very different appeal. Yeah, quick question. But it's carrying over. So there's, again, it's just, it's a form of progression. You Got know, it. there's no long term progression in PUBG, and for me personally, that hurts. I have no incentive to like win. Like I don't get anything. I get a little extra coin if I win, but like nothing really else. Oh, so- Whereas even if I'm winning or losing in Fortnite, it's like I'm getting stuff done long term. You're right. Long term. I don't think we explain how it works in uh, Heights, Radical Heights. Mm-hmm. Is uh, there's ATMs. And yeah. so, like, you have an account, and so yeah. you go to the ATM, you withdraw money, and then you can buy weapons within that world. Yeah. Whereas every other Battle Royale game, they're just randomly spawned the weapons. Here oh, you yeah. can, like, if you have that bankroll, you can go ahead and buy yourself a very nice weapon. Yeah, as long as there's no, like, crazy game-breaking microtransactions where you can just buy all the money, oh, yeah. then I think this is a pretty cool pretty cool twist. You know, you got to do something different. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and, John's, uh, that's something. Yeah, another thing that is different, I would say, immediately is the aesthetic of this game. What, how would you describe it? 80s, neon. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's um, uh, Lawbreakers was kind of larger than life and had big personalities. And, like, there definitely is, there's just <laughs> jokes everywhere. And, like, Fortnite's fun and cartoony. But, like, there's not a lot of jokes in the environment. You know, like, yeah. the, there's not, like, billboards in Fortnite that have funny things on them. Yeah. Like, there's character to the environments themselves. You go inside of a house, and it's, it's got a little character to it. It has the vibe that, like, there mm-hmm. was an apocalypse, and whoever lived here left. Um, whereas, I think PUBG is just kind of, like, deserted. You know, I don't necessarily think you get, like, an apocalyptic vibe. But this is definitely, there's kind of like a Grand Theft Auto thing where there's, like, funny names for you know, ads for sodas and, you know, like maybe fun movie posters and stuff like that. Not from, I, I'm not saying this from playing it, just from the images that I've seen. They showed their um, arcade and all the arcade cabinets yeah, and things yeah. like that. Sure. Like a golf course, I think I saw. Like the environment looked pretty cool. And yeah. just the premise itself. Like PUBG and Fortnite do not have a premise. Like right. you are not there for a reason. You are all just playing a game. Uh, and so it's it's interesting to have this, to have like a, I don't go so far as to call it lore, but like uh, to have a, a purpose that you're there. And I think that would be interesting when they add new modes down the road, when it, you know, slowly becomes out of early access to maybe double down on that aesthetic and maybe have, um, I, 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 is there an announcer? None of us have played this, right? There's like, an announcer, but I have not played it, but there, I do know there is an announcer. I saw Craig from uh, Game Attack was like, yeah, I turned that off real quick. <laughs> he said, I couldn't, couldn't take that guy. But it would be interesting if there were like personalities associated with it, like, um, I don't know. Does uh, Ashley Birch from uh, um, Ray? I think she's called a little robot. Does she pop up in Battle Royale at all? Does she ever talk? Not in Battle Royale. No. Okay, no, there's no words. <laughs> but just it would it would be interesting if you know that Smash TV, big money, big prizes. Like there's definitely a host kind of like yeah. you know pushing you along. It'd be it'd be fun to add more characters that way, and maybe you can customize that and pick who you want to talk to you while you're in the match. I just or... really want a big incentive to win a Battle Royale. I don't think anyone. You, what? I feel Huber, here's chicken what I dinner, feel like. chicken dinner, cool. Yeah, that's yeah. that's inherent. That's like that's the best feeling in the but world. But like after you've done it once, like all subsequent victories, are, like again, I'm just speaking for me. Like yeah. I don't care about winning, you know. I it, think, it, but I do care about getting that first win, obviously. But like yeah. once I've passed that first win, it doesn't matter. Like if there's some. Big reward. Even if it was something as simple in yeah. Fortnite as like an XP, a huge XP game to level up your battle pass because it does start taking a long time. Like some huge incentive to win a game other than chicken dinner or win a royale. Like something maybe, maybe even like a multiplier if, you're, if your rank in each match gets progressively better. Yeah. You know, so if you're like 25th and then 12th and then 9th and then 8th, you know, like, like that. Se- rank so th- seasons. Yeah. This is crazy. I mean, this is like modern gaming. You know, like in Quake, you didn't care. <laughs> you know, in Counter Strike, your personal kill death ratio, I guess. What is yeah. it? What better kill death ratios yeah. than chicken dinner? Like, that's the best one in the yeah. world. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, I think it's where we are. And I, I think that's just like, it's kind of true. And, and why you said, like, hey, it makes sense that they have this money carrying over mm-hmm. is I think we demand progression from our multiplayer games these days. Yes. Yeah. I have totally yeah. gone down that road. It's yeah. really, really hard for me to get invested in a singular multiplayer match. One, because I'm not competitive enough to care about winning. And two, it's, you know, I, I, I just like earning and carrying over. And, like, like playing a season, this season of Fortnite has just been so awesome and so fun because these challenges unlock every week and, like, and some of them are and, cool. And some, some of, of them challenges are really are cool. cool. It just yeah, it feels goes. like an MMO at sometimes. Yeah. And like all my friends are doing it, and we're just like helping each other with the 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 the, the challenges and like seeing that progression. I'm so close to the Dark Voyager. Finally, it's like rank seventy, and it's just like that's a cool reward that I have 
like earn gonna earn you know and like that i've worked towards like i i, I think that's really important so damian i want to talk about this off of the failure of lawbreakers i bet they've already made more money today than they did off of lawbreakers <laughs> In one so far today. Yeah. So what? I'm I think not, it's yeah. uh, you can buy this for you can get in, like an intro pack for fourteen ninety nine today. Okay. So I was wondering what they're actually selling at yeah. this point. Though I almost yeah. bet like it's already more profitable than Lawbreakers. Do you know what's in the intro pack? Uh, no. It's just like content. You get stuff. Money? Do you get this money? Um. So here's mm, here's really my only, worried about that. Here's what the only thing I checked, Huber, mm. is it's it's hard for everything to, like to register in my brain. Yeah. But what did happen was they did in that founders pack. Mm-hmm. Um, you could get these boots that gave you a ten percent money increase. Whoa! And they took it out. Okay. There was so much backlash. They're like, we're going to take that out. And it, and I, this Beautiful. is something I should have admitted earlier is that uh, Bosky is self publishing this, and that's something they, they're okay. they're like bragging about openly. Mm-hmm. It's just like, hey, we we can make changes like this quickly. And so yeah. uh, wow, uh, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. making a big change like that quickly yeah cool i think sure. i think it was a really smart decision i think yeah. like i i i know that there's a lot of people not enjoying it and there's articles that just like hey this is very early i think it was right to push it out yeah definitely strike while the iron's hot yeah <laughs> and uh maybe i'm crazy to say they made more money today than in all of lawbreakers <laughs> but i feel like lawbreakers lost money i feel like that one was a lot like a loss well, for me, the vibe with Lawbreakers is we're making the game that we want to make our player base be damned. You know, like there they was definitely <laughs> a lot of affection there toward the people that were, you know, uh, uh, making time to, to check out Lawbreakers and stay with it. But I definitely get this vibe. I mean, you know, it's it's not like, you know, uh, brain surgery to make a, a battle royale. It's like, yes, that's uh, I mean, not to develop it, but to have the idea that this would be successful. We should do this. But I think it definitely has the vibe for me that, like, we, we want to make our community happy. We want to not necessarily serve them, not like every time, you know, when they say jump, we say, uh, or rather, when, whatever. Yeah. That thing. We say how high. Uh, it, but they uh, just want to, they want to get involved with their community. They want it to be a back and forth and not just something. Because I kept hearing with Lawbreakers, they were like, we heard your, you know, advice and in two months we're going to have this big update. It's going to be great. Their team's working on it right now. Yeah. So to make those changes super quick has got to feel really good. Uh, one thing that listeners can't quite appreciate yet, Jones is wearing a Lawbreakers t-shirt. Today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that worth is. imagining okay. that. Yeah, this is break I, free. I don't break yeah. this shirt out very often, but <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, today might be the day. <laughs> yeah, Jones, I feel like they lost money printing those shirts, you know? Like, I just like, where Lawbreakers was, like, its online community was so small. Like, it makes me happy that they're, like, trying something like this today, you know? Well, the shirt says break free, and that's kind of what they did today, yeah. you know? Like, a little more, a little more freedom creatively i do think uh it's a, a bet it's obviously a better spot for them right now but i think sometimes it's harder to like lead and be innovative or do something new like their first like bosky trying like lawbreakers like going out like a little bit earlier with that release and everything wasn't quite figured out they were as jones was saying they were like hey okay you gave us this feedback we're gonna try and address that they were kind of playing catch-up uh, to the what the community wanted, as well as what the trends were dictated. Like everyone went to like battle royale and other battle royale. Again. Like that was what was hot now, and they just. I think the situation they're in right now, it's more reactionary. It's like they they see that they have PUBG, they have Fortnite. We can kind of be a little bit. We see what they're doing well, so we know that that's going to work. Let's start there, but also let's put a different spin on it. Everything you talked about, Huber, about like working towards progression. Uh, I also have some questions about like the money stuff. Like, do you get like money based off like do people have values? And if you kill them, you get like more money for that yeah, or something like cool. that. Like, I have no idea, but like just just like stuff like that. Like now they can put a unique spin on it as mm-hmm. well, 
and have a better chance at making the game successful. But yeah, I was also putting out this early, like they had to, like because it, it's this is what's so popular right now, and I th- I think people will forgive them for a little bit with with the early st- uh, status of the game, like like all the bugs and stuff you're talking about. Yeah, but I do think the one thing they do need to be on top of is adjusting and fixing and updating really quickly with this yes. because there are there is PUBG there is Fortnite right. and people get too turned off by this for too long and it's like I'm going back to Fortnite I don't mm-hmm. care about this progression thing was cool but uh, PUBG or Fortnite is way more polished way more people are playing it I'm going back to that so yeah. they have a I still they have a good window but it's not that big yeah uh, I feel like you're at the point though. If you're at ten percent of what Fortnite's doing, you're profiting. You're making crazy money. Better than where Lawbreakers was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. What's up, Johns? Well, if it's free, give it a shot. You know, like if yeah. you, if you, if I, I imagine there's a lot of players right now that are checking this game out. A lot of famous streamers that are checking it out. They're like, okay, that's fun. I'll be back next month and I'll check it out again. Yeah. And I think they, you know, uh, Bosky definitely has to have that realistic approach of like that's gonna happen. You're gonna have people. It's gonna be a roller coaster ride, and uh, you just want to be very vocal and very honest about these updates that you're doing. And you never know what is the right thing that you could adjust in the game that'll bring people back in and have people be excited. Um, yeah, I just think I just think it's the right type of genre and it's the right type of uh, style of a game to just be out and be in people's hands and, and be, you know, let, let them, you know, let the player base come in and, and uh, help you adjust things and communicate to you and tell them what they want. Yeah, must be exciting. Uh, also very exciting for Spyro fans this week is that officially... Finally. The, yeah, yeah. We finally had uh, the official announcement of Spyro Reignited Trilogy. Mm. Couldn't remember that word. Reignited. Reignited. We actually I mean, could have a half conversation about, like, what, why Reignited? You making more games? Like, obviously, yeah. Uh, to say Spyro is Reignited. Uh, that is coming out s- September 21st on PlayStation 4, Xbox One. That'll be a $40 game, just like Crash Bandicoot was last year. And Toys for Bob is the developer. Toys for Bob mm-hmm. uh, created the Skylander series. Yeah. And yep. made the most recent... They made a bunch of Skylanders games. They did that one oh, and yeah. a few others, and then I saw they made the most recent one, too. Whoa, Imagine I didn't know that. That's blowing my yeah. mind. Why? Because he looks totally different. He looks so good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's... J- Jones... Spyro's character model is like one of the best I've ever seen. It's like it's Whoa. so good. It's it is like top tier. Like when you saw Crash, it's like oh, that's what he looks like, you know. And like Spyro's, oh. ah, Spyro's like straight out of a Disney movie. Yes, like, he's dude. a main character. Yes, oh, yeah. let's go. Flawless victory. I can't believe how they pulled this off. Pretty good. Uh, it just looks gorgeous. The game looks really, really good. I'm really excited. I have never really played any Spyro games. I've I've touched a Spyro game for like 10 minutes probably at game shows for some old capture Weirdo or countdown or something we did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm really excited to be on that end of a remaster of not coming back to a game I love, but checking out a series that I I think I you're going to like it because you yeah. like Ratchet and Clank. Love Ratchet and Clank. Yes. Love Sly, Jack yeah. and Daxter, like Crash. I I'm think you're going to have a good time Ooh, here. We're so excited yeah. for this. I'm in the same boat as you, Huber. Mm. And... It looked the trailer made this look very impressive, just from like a remaster standpoint. Yeah, like I can't. I've still seen how old Spyro looks, and even in the trailer showing like the side by side, I was like, "Wow, they nailed this!" And they didn't make it look bad; like it looks really good. And I think one of the coolest things I saw was like apparently Insomniac is like showing their support for this as well, even though like it's Toys for Bob handling the development. Mm. Like, they're still, like, tweeting their support to them as well. as like, yo, this looks, like, yeah, we're on board. Which is, like, just, like, I can see for, like, veterans of the series, like, this this is saying all the right things. I am seeing all the right things. 
And I, I like, I'm gonna try this out as soon as it comes out. I'm like, I'm excited to play this for the first time. Mm-hmm. I was like, but Kyle or anyone who's played it, like, like how good is Spiral really? Like, uh-huh. and are they gonna change? Is there anything you hope that they're gonna change? Like design wise or address with these, uh, that's like stand out. One thing out. they they said is that you'll be able to use the analog stick for movement. That's a huge improvement Wait, right what? there. Uh, you can not, you don't have to use the D pad. You only use the D pad to move around three D space. I think the first one, one yeah, maybe. I think the first oh, one's right. Okay. Uh, the only one I played is Spyro Three actually, and I didn't okay. play it till it was on PS Three. It was like you know, it was like a, it was like a cheap PS One download. I was like, all right, I'll give it a sure. shot, and then I got way into it. Is this the first three games? First three games, first three games. Cool. in the series. Uh, Jones, here's what was crazy to me is when it was announced, I was kind of down on it. I was kind of thinking that, sorry, when it was leaked, oh, uh, I should say, uh, I was kind of thinking that like, there's no way this would reach the success of Crash Bandicoot, that Spyro is lesser than, but here's the weird thing. Jones is like, it's social media presence is crazy. They tweet one comparison screenshot of a couple of trees and it gets 45,000 likes. <laughs> <laughs> That's wow. That's social media mogul status. It's just, it's it's blown up. And I wonder if, like, I, I assume you have not played any Spyro games either. It was same thing with Huber. I, yeah. I, throughout GT life, I sampled it on occasion, but... Uh... And I, I might have I might have played it back in the PS1 back in the day, but I just think it, I, it wasn't my speed at the time. And I'm wondering if ju- just a generation under us, maybe four or five years under us, loves this series. Well, what's... I think what happened with Crash, Crash sold really well, but the sentiment that I saw a lot on social media is people were like, oh, these games. <laughs> you know, like they. Myself, you like, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was almost kind of like they loved Crash, mm-hmm. but like didn't really love like these old games it's or so like, hard, yeah. or like just got frustrated and just got kind of angry at them going back and playing the stuff and like wanted to experience all the games and wanted to play through them, but like that was demanding a lot, you know, for some people. And I think that Crash is really great, but I think there's, we, we, don't make games like Crash anymore at all. Not even close. Like, Endless Runners probably... Like, mobile is really the only uh, platform that really embraces that kind of style. Where the... I'm sure all of the three of those games are probably better than Ukulele. <laughs> so it's like, I wonder if, like, people are really ready for this. And I wonder if there's a lot of people that like, you know, these, these you know, collectible... You know, where you're just jumping around these environments, exploring stuff. Oh, I can see that platform. How do I get up there? That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And we're still making those games, you know, all the time. I also wonder how many people who are Spyro fans weren't into Skylanders and saw what they did with Spyro with the first Skylanders and maybe like got tuned out from all of this like with Skyland like tuned out from Skylanders and Spyro like Spyro was pretty much dead to me and now they're seeing classic Spyros coming back and now they're excited and like oh yes I've been waiting for this moment it's been a long time coming yeah after the after the break I want to go down the Spyro timeline because it is highly interesting Ooh. it is highly highly interesting one Woo. thing I, one thing I want to talk about though is what is really funny is when this this did leak a long time ago and I went back to look at it, it was February uh, it was our February 14th podcast um, how I want to check in on the things that were right and wrong sure. because again Laura Dale, she got she got us like half truths again. So Activision currently working on Spyro Trilogy Remaster. Yeah, that's that's totally true. Announced in March 2018. I'll give it to you. It's April. I'll give you that yeah. one. Released in Q3 2018. Yep, have it. Wow. Uh, Vicarious Visions is not developing this game. Uh, they did Crash last year. I assume they're working on the new Crash game. The most significant part of that rumor that was not true was that it would be exclusive to PS4. That the oh. Xbox One version would not come out for a year later. We know now that both the PS4 and Xbox One version will come out on the same day, oh, uh, September 21st. I know that. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, I mean, that, that that is the huge difference between this and Crash Bandicoot, I guess, is that, hey, this is not exclusive to Sony. Um, I wonder if it didn't matter to Sony this time, if they didn't want to pay for it, or I wonder if Activision said, we can make more money putting this on both platforms. Probably going to go with, like, Activision thought they can make more money with uh, of putting it multi-platform. Mm-hmm. And, but I don't know, like... Yeah, I, I think it's. I don't think Sony would was willing to pay for exclusivity because they didn't do it for Crash. They did pay for it. For or sorry, Crash. they did. They did do it for Crash. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, then I guess my argument would be that. Uh, oh yeah, because I keep forgetting Crash came out later on other platforms. Yeah, it had a sorry. Year. Yeah, Crash Bandicoot so had it was a year. A year. Yep. So you know what? I think the the deal might like the the rumor originally mm-hmm. might have been true at the time. Could it be possible that maybe Microsoft anteed up? That's po- that's like totally maybe possible. Microsoft yeah. saw Andy how well up. maybe saw how, well, what if they saw how well Crash did because there's and, no Switch version announced. Well, uh, I was waiting for you to get that. There was that page that like went up Excuse on the me? Nintendo site. And what for Spyro? Apparently, there's people found some Sluice. stuff for Spyro on Switch pages on some one of the sites or whatever. I'm sorry, I'm not getting like the My exact thing details. ever is bringing up sketchy rumors. On no, it's not. No, easy on no, so no. Yeah. People found a That's list. That's a sketchy rumor, Donna. People found a listing for it <laughs> okay. on like UK, like well, UK Nintendo page. Well, it wasn't announced page. today. Did, but it wasn't, no, it was not announced. Nintendo didn't ante no, up? No, it wasn't announced. So yes, like it's a little weird. Like there's some smoke there about that. So yeah, maybe, yeah, but I would say like Microsoft saw the success of the Crash Trilogy if since it was, sorry, PS4 exclusive and having to wait for it, it's like yep we kind of missed the boat on that oh they're doing another one Spyro uh Sony hold on one second um here's the check uh make it day and date with the Xbox thank you very much <laughs> and Nintendo's like ah, we'll yeah, wait Re- a year. Reggie's over there and he's like we'll wait a year. Mm, that's a little too rich for my blood I'm gonna fold now yeah I don't know if that's true I have no idea to yeah. me this looks like a game that was not developed in a year I think they probably started working on this after the last Skyline. That game. character model has been cooking. It's been cooking. <laughs> Looks good. Yeah. Uh, right, Joe's? I mean, Imaginators, yeah. uh, we'll do the timeline, but Imaginators was the last Skylanders game, and this was the, that studio's last game. Is it conceivable that they're just like, hey, we should just work on reigniting Spyro right now? Totally, yeah. Yeah. And that was cool. I, mean, I, I just remember Imaginators had some really cool Crash Bandicoot levels. Correct, yes. Yeah, yeah I think, honestly, like... I, I, I imagine some people are like Toys for Bob, they Google it, they're like Skylanders. I think there's probably no studio more qualified other than Insomniac to make this game. They're busy. Insomniac's busy. They're busy. <laughs> they're so busy right now. Do you want to hear that? Sounds like it's podcast halftime! The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of April. Hogue Law, business law firm. Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. Rick Hogue started Hogue Law to bring more than a decade of experience to companies like yours and is proud to support the allies. Check them out at hoeglaw.com. Bites and Brews. A controller in one hand and a cold one in the other, Tony and Rob are buzzed and ready to bring you snob-free craft beer reviews while stumbling their way through the latest releases the gaming industry has to offer. You can check out their slightly incoherent content live on Twitch or at your leisure on YouTube. They're social drinkers, so don't hesitate to reach out through Twitter, Facebook, and Discord. Just search for Bites and Brews, and remember, it's BYOB. Cheers. Mango. Video Game Abominations. 
What if there was a book filled with all your favorite video game characters, but then someone decided to take the piss out of them? Well, there is, and this is it. Video Game Abominations takes all the characters you know and then lovingly mocks them. This book is written and illustrated by gamers for gamers. The book will be on sale for only one month exclusively on Kickstarter. Once it's gone, it's gone. You'll never be able to buy another copy. So support them between April 11th and May 11th and help them decide what characters should be in the book. Simon Anderson Scorn, an atmospheric horror adventure currently in development at Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information. L. Thanis Ikeelis Ikeelis.com is proud to sponsor Easy Allies. If you need a replacement car key or remote, use offer code EZA at checkout for free shipping and 30% off of your order. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. Love you. Uh, video game abominations recommendation, Geralt. What? Mm. You, you're saying it's you, time? Maybe, it's time to make fun of Geralt. So you got to take him down a peg. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, video game, they said you know taking the, piss the out of Kickstarter's Geralt? coming and yeah. give us recommendations. So I just wanna, oh nice. I don't want to throw one right. out there. Why Geralt though, dude? Because he's too serious? Because you don't think he has a sense of humor? Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? I love Geralt. Nathan Drake. Yeah, Nathan Drake. Yeah, let's do it. I just thought it'd be funny. Okay. I think it's time we make fun of Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, At long last. Long time coming. He's got it coming. Uh, You know, we always talk about, like, you know, people are like, like, uh... How do I get attention? How do I get my name out there? How do I become something? And, and like the answer is like you need a hook. I really like bites and bruise. That was like a good hook, you know. Yeah. I like that. Uh, B y t e s. By the way, not B i t s. Oh, correct. Yeah, I think yeah. I actually. Yeah, if we're gonna put, I think I read that wrong because they put that in all caps with spaces. So I think they wanted me to read that B y t e s and B r e w s. Yes. Bites and bruise. Bites and not bruise. and n. Bites and brews. So mm-hmm. I like this opportunity. I wonder how many of our listeners to the podcast, because we just talked about Spyro, and I do wonder if it's a generational thing. I wonder if like 18-year-olds and 24-year-olds love Spyro. Mm-hmm. Clearly the panel doesn't, and I love this. I love this opportunity. Wait, why would you even say like that? Because 45,000 likes is so much on a, a, just a screenshot tweet. It's, it's, it's crazy. Just from my perception, right? Yeah. I know Spyro. Yeah. Everyone... I know no Spyro, but nobody plays it. Yeah. So who are these people that are playing it? Who are they? Well, I think I think we all have that <laughs> franchise we want to see come back. We all have that cla- you know, that that PS one, PS two game mm-hmm. that like, oh man, wouldn't that be great if they just didn't mess Ape with it? Escape. Don't touch the VO, don't mm. touch anything, and just clean it up, give it to me again. Well, and so one. even though right, and so even though uh mine's probably Goldeneye. I would love that if Goldeneye was on a, a modern console and it, the same we, maps. We can't go down same same try right same sound effects. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like for a lot of us, uh, it's yeah. a lost cause. Like we're yeah. never gonna get that to happen and mm-hmm. so like even though I didn't grow up really with Spyro I play a lot of Skylanders but like even though you know I'm not as attached as other people it still feels good it's still just even with Crash too it's like yes mm-hmm. you're looking at the backgrounds in the distance they're like we redrew all of these mountains I'm just like that's awesome but who are the, the who, I, I think you nailed it Kyle I think it's like Ooh. one generation below us well what's so I mean let's get into this because we're going back to the year 1998 yeah that's not one generation I was generation playing Resident us. Evil at the time I know we're pretty young in 1998 you know what I mean yeah. like who are these 
Who are these three-year-olds playing these games? Uh, yeah. So 1998 is the first Spyro the Dragon game. Okay. Um, that makes sense. Because if we're all like 10, 11, 12 years old at that time, people that are like 7 or 8 were probably playing Spyro, okay, right? Okay, you're right. Yeah, so yeah, a yeah. little, a little that, that four or five, I get that. Yeah. Okay. Nin- um, 19 years old. I think of us as the same. I think of like, I think of Jones in all my math like, classes. Like, you know? like, like I filling out college applications <laughs> and playing Spyro the Dragon. <laughs> so uh, I, I, I learned a lot about this stuff. I learned a lot about uh, Universal, who used to publish games at a time. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. This is such a weird thing. So. Uh, Naughty Dog and Insomniac uh, made each a game at Universal. Uh, Way of the Warrior for Naughty Dog, and I, ooh, I forget the name of the Insomniac one. It's like a robot. You're like a thick robot. Connecticut, maybe. No, that's the one. No, where, no, that's Jaffe's no. game where you're like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a motorcycle yeah. person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> robot. Yeah. Uh, Jaffe made that. I didn't know that. Uh, uh, let's do it. Let's do Prove a Ticket. Can someone look that up? Uh, look up Insomniacs. Oh, yeah. It's like almost their first game. It's really early. So anyway, they made those two games at Universal, and so Universal liked having them. Uh, the VP at Universal Publishing for video games was a man named Mark Cerny. Hmm. And he's looking at their next projects, and he's saying, hey, we're looking at the demographics for the PlayStation. We need a broader appeal. And so that's why they made Crash Bandicoot and Spyro the Dragon. This is so crazy. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. So they made Spyro the Dragon 1998. Huge success, obviously. Really fun game. Really cool game. Uh, I never explained the appeal in this entire podcast. It's just so cool to be a dragon who gets to breathe fire whenever you want. You're a jolly dragon uh, platforming around and burning things. Lots of gliding, right? Yes. Oh, and you know I love gliding. It's one of my favorite things to do in games. Kingdom Hearts, I love gliding. Is there a double jump? Uh, No. Hmm. Yeah. Don't believe there's a double jump. Hmm. Uh, but another really fun thing about the burning is like you, there's, and this is heavily advertised. You can just burn sheep. There's like sheep hanging out into the game. You can like burn them. And the game doesn't care, you know? Uh, so yeah, you had like a certain freedom to being this dragon with fire. What's up, Damiani? Disruptor. That okay. Yeah, that's Disruptor. it. Disruptor. Yeah, was it the says name of Universal the Interactive game. Studios. Yeah, Universal Interactive. Um, so yeah, what's well, crazy? Huge success that first year, Spyro the Dragon. The next year. Spyro 2, Ripto's Rage. Boom. Here it One is. One year later. One year later. Look 1999. That. Those dev times, wow. baby. Yeah. This was such a crazy time in video games. Yeah. The next year. One year later. <laughs> uh, what's the name of this one? Year of the Dragon. Spyro 3. It was year called Spyro Trailers. Spyro, Year of the Dragon. In the year 2000. Boom. Here's another one. How crazy is this? That is nuts. Back to back to back. And they're all really good games. Um, that was also the one, last one published by Sony. Um, so it's weird that the weird deal that Universal had with Sony and like same with Crash Bandicoot like it was Universal but Sony like published them um, that was the last one with that uh, the deal was for those three games with uh, Universal and Naughty Dog and Insomniac and so they were like after those three games they're like hey we're good Universal so Naughty Dog left uh-huh. Insomniac left and actually Mark Cerny left Universal to go hang out with them to go like advise be an advisor on those games so that was the last of involvement with spyro with uh insomniac with mark cerny uh with sony uh just the, the franchise sticking around with universal it's really cool yeah the next year a game boy advance game Whoa. spyro the season of ice season, season of ice. ice on game boy advance this is like an isometric game uh isometric well done jones well done uh year after 
Season of Flame. Yeah, exactly. So it's this weird, like there's this weird Game Boy Advance games. They sold well again. And they're like million dollar sellers. Sorry, million copy sellers. Um, uh, nothing like remarkable about them though. You know, like the, I look at the reviews and they're like, not crazy. They're like this, like the sevens and eights kinds of things. All you need. <laughs> Sometimes in a Game Boy Advance, all you need. Oh, yeah. All you need. Oh, yeah. trip, give me a seven. Yeah. Uh, but also that year, 2002, was Spyro Enter the Dragonfly on mm. PS2 and GameCube. Uh, this had very bad reviews. Apparently, it was super rushed. You know, this is, they're on the next gen. Uh, the two studios, they had one make the PS2 game, one make the, the GameCube game. Ooh. Their first games. So this is their first studio's games are making Spyro games on next-gen consoles. Well, 2002, you're pretty deep into that gen, actually. Enter um, the Dragonfly. Well, I guess GameCube, you're one year in. PS2, you're two. Yeah, PS2. I feel like that title is trying to capitalize on, like, Rise to Honor and the Bruce Lee game. What's so funny is Vivendi Universal published the, <laughs> the Bruce is. Lee games. Yeah, because Enter crazy? the Dragon is yeah. the Bruce Lee movie. So. Um, yeah, and I think at this point, there are Vivendi Universal. I didn't write down when that switch happened. Um it's pretty crazy. Yeah, that, you know, it's like, it's, oh, we're Vivendi Universal now, and, like, we're just pumping these games out. Uh, after that, another year later, oh, another Game Boy Advance game, Attack of the Rhinox, 2003, we're talking right now. Wow. We're not missing a year, baby. We're back to back to back. They ditched Win and Earth. I'm very mad at that. Oh, you wanted yeah, Season, yeah. Of, season Wins? of Earth and Season of Win. Where is this? <laughs> Come on. You got Attack of the Rhinox instead. Uh, 2004, Spyro Orange. The Cortex Conspiracy. These what? are is Game Boy Advance. game? This is Game Boy Advance crossover <laughs> yeah. with Crash Bandicoot. Whoa, that. what? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. So this is a 2D platformer on Game Boy Advance oh, where Spyro is in Crash Bandicoot's universe. We missed this. <laughs> yeah. You missed this, exactly. Oh, wasn't there, oh, wasn't there Crash Purple? Purple? Yeah, yeah. So there's yeah. Crash Purple where Crash is in Spyro's universe. Yep, yep, yep. And then you can link up your link cables and there's like some content. This that's, like, had to be the lowest of their popularity though at this point, right? I don't think it was. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what? Isn't this it crazy? Awesome. Yeah. Damiani, I'm actually positive it was not the lowest of their okay. popularity. So um, wait, do we think some kind of crash appearance is possible in this spiral trilogy coming out? Crash? Some like, kind of DLC? Absolutely. So actually, you know what's a really fun part of the announcement this week? I think it, I think it was a marketing plan that didn't pan out. Uh, they, they hid... The trailer for Spyro in Crash Bandicoot Collection, oh. and if you like type in a code on the, on the menu, you get that. But the thing was, it wasn't ready in time, so they had to say like, "Hey, in a few days, this is gonna work." Oh. <laughs> it was a real bummer of a trailer because I think obviously they intended to have it. Like, how cool would that be if yeah. that's the way people found this? Mm -hmm. I just think marketing wise, it didn't work out for them. Uh, but yeah, Crash is way on top of this. There's high chance of a crossover <laughs> this is again, awesome. dude. Woo. Yeah. Um, that year, we oh, we had another console game that year, A Hero's Tale. That was on Xbox, PS2, and GameCube. A Hero's Tale, like T-A-I-L, like... Mm, yes, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah be very clear about that. And, and uh, it's weird. This is still the same continuity, still the same canon, but it was, oh it's like God. getting more serious. I, I, haven't, even crash is still like, yeah. I haven't even thought about the lore of these games. Game Boy Advance, man. Even canon. They're, they're oh like, even gosh. those are canon. Uh, next year, 2005, Spyro Shadow Legacy. Ooh, well, dark turn. Never heard of that one. Dark turn. Yeah, 2005. Yes. We're going full Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> so yeah. Full. Edgy. Yeah. Years of War. You gotta see. The, you gotta see the box art too. It's just like a long Spyro who's like trying to have arms. It's so weird. It's a DS only game. This one's only on DS. Oh. And this one was. I guess what makes it different is it had RPG elements. But this one had some of the lowest reviews. It was like five. Oh, this is the age where like they were trying to reinvent all the platformers as RPGs. 
Like Sonic Sonic came out a few years later. Dark I, w- I wouldn't say Dark Brotherhood was a reinvention. That was like Bioware. They were clearly it was a side shoot. But yeah, yeah this was they were trying RPG elements in I was Spyro. Kind of just being joking a little bit, but no jokes on this podcast. No jokes. This is a very no serious jokes. podcast. Okay, this guys, very, no very jokes. Serious. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a fair point. I, and and I think people were trying that a lot. Didn't work for Spyro. Never came back. RPG elements never returned to the Spyro oh. uh, series. Two thousand six is the reboot. So. Ooh. So Spyro Shadow Legacy is oh, the last the of that timeline. Is that last of that Yo. canon? And then we had a reboot. Darkest timeline right yes. there. Dark wings on Spyro. Dark words. <laughs> so <laughs> he like, sacrifices himself. He flies, he flies into, into the, the volcano. <laughs> <laughs> and the flame shoots out and just makes like, bye everybody. But here's the, thing, like, the Metal Gear of Spyro. I'm games. so sure that happened. I'm positive that. <laughs> they have, like, I mean? a, like, they have a so person reading like uh, the, the eulogy at the end. <laughs> Yeah. He's like, uh, so 2006, this. it's time for a reboot. It's called The Legend of Spyro, nice. A New Beginning. And this is published by Sierra Entertainment mm. because Vivendi Universal uh, became Vivendi. Right. They dropped. So, what they shoot, this is so complicated. Uh, Vivendi Universal just became Vivendi, like something games. Um, they, they absorbed Sierra. Um, and I think Blizzard at the time. Um, uh, and so instead of publishing games as Vivendi Universal, or, and they didn't want to just call it Vivendi, they took Sierra. They're like, oh, Sierra yeah. sounds good. It's like one of those Atari things. They're like, we like that name better. So then the games they published, so they had different I arms. I remember this. It's it's crazy like stuff, dude. That 2D shooter, vertical shooter, uh, like like frame, like like wireframes. So, oh, what's it called? I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, I'll look it up Star later. Star Wars it, in the no, arcade? Was, no, no, no. It's like a vertical like shooter. Uh, it had a sequel. It was like really popular. It's wireframes. It was under Sierra. It was under Sierra, okay. and it happened around the exact time of this because I remember going to an event and they like it was a different pub. Yeah. Tell me you're not thinking about Geometry Wars. Is it it? Uh, if you if you are thinking about Geometry Wars, you're off by like ten years, man. Hmm? No. Okay. All right. No. Moving okay. on. All right. Moving on. No, prove it ticket. <laughs> yeah. 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 So like, uh, uh, yeah. You know what? It's 2006. Um, Elijah Wood is the voice of Spyro. So that's when he got the. Oh, yes. Okay. Jeez. This, this, this is big budget. Blowing. This my was big budget. Mind. Uh, David Spade was the voice of Sparks, the little dragonfly that is always around Spyro. Oh, I'm going back and I'm playing through the entire franchise, full franchise playthrough. <laughs> Gary Oldman does the voice of one of the dragons. What? One of the elder dragons is Gary Oldman. What? Yes. You know what? That was another thing about Spyro I actually really like. Uh, instead of a health bar, you have this little dragonfly that represents your health by the colors that he degrades to. So he'll take a hit for you. And then when he's gone, you die one hit. This just bums me out that I miss this franchise. So I'm like, you yeah. know, the remaster. I'm getting some shot at, a shot at redemption, but... Uh, yes. It's worth Googling for just the hideous box art. The first two Legend of Spyro games have some of the worst box art you'll ever see. Um... 2007, a year later, another The Legend of Spyro We've missed a year yet. We've not missed a year wow. yet. It's like Mega From Man levels. From 1998 to Mega 2007, Man uh, we have not missed a year yet. Uh, the Legend of Spyro, The Eternal Night. No wonder everyone knows the name. Uh, There's a game every year. Elijah Wood, Gary Oldman, still around. David Spade, he's out. He wasn't around for the <laughs> next uh, Replaced by Billy West, actually. Um, for some reason, a weird outlier, the Game Boy Advance version of that had very good reviews. It was like 80s. It's, you don't see that for any of these games. But like, oh, good reviews, Game Boy Advance game. Nice. The next year, 2008, we're still, the streak is alive. We're getting close. 
We're getting close. The Legend of Spyro Dawn of the Dragon. So this is on PS2, PS3, Wii, Xbox 360, and DS. So we're getting those next-gen versions uh, in 2008. It's like, all right. Um, This is published by Activision, who earlier that summer merged with Vivendi, absorbed all of those things. And so in 2008, that's the first one ever that's like says published by Activision. So Spyro now belongs to Activision at this point. Uh, they're kind of forced to publish it. It was pretty far along. Uh, so a few months later, they published this game. Dies. The, the series dies right there. The streak is over. Activision does simply not care to keep that streak alive for no have reason. Have we not have, had a game since? Oh, wait. You were... We absolutely have. There's something that came back. Don't worry. Skylanders. Yes. Skylanders. Skylanders. Okay. And so, but not a standalone Spyro game. No standalone. It's been since that ten years. That's crazy. Yeah, ten years. It's like yeah to have one every single year and then poof. Jeez. I remember reviewing Skylanders one. You reviewed. You reviewed Skylanders one. So cool. So all the box. The box of all those. Things. I should remember and being excited about that. And like the Hoffman portal. Had a bunch I of had them? like yeah. all like all at station one on the corner. Just like literally put them all up there. Yes. And I was like, dink. Next one <laughs> gameplay footage. Dink. Next one gameplay. Oh, footage. so you were not getting into it? Is what you, you didn't what? love it. You didn't love the game. I, I thought the concept was pretty cool. Um, it was pretty short, so that was thankfully like a good thing about it. But like, I think the demographic they're going after was actually a. A pretty good concept. I think would have got tired of it after m- multiple years of it. But it's one like- of my favorite implementations of Toys to Life. You had this character. I mean, I guess we talked about no RPG elements, but here that character gained experience, gained moves, had a skill tree. You pick it off the game, take it to your friend's house. That character exists so right. within that little cool. Reminds me of initial D in the arcades, just taking that the card. card yes. You know? yeah. just a sense Ooh. of ownership. Mm-hmm. F Zero arcade game. Same, yeah. yeah, same thing. Those I cards. I actually got yeah, to try yeah. that. It was F-Zero like the coolest or, thing. Or Mario Kart. Which was the one where you GP? brought your GameCube oh, yeah. controller pack? That's F Zero. Okay, yeah. Both of them. Yeah, you actually unlocked content Insane. in the GameCube version if you put your memory card into the AX Very version. Fancy. So cool. Are you looking up a new thing? What are you um, looking up now? Oh, so I thought you, well, you didn't quite hand me the private ticket, ticket, but the game I went to go see. Geometry Wars Galaxies 2007 okay. for Wii and DS. All right, well done. There well you done. go. Which was like one year after, and that was published under Sierra as well. Yeah, it had like it had Sierra on the side and everything. I was okay, like, cool. what wireframe the heck? Right. misled me. I Sorry, like, I thought it was humanoid wireframe. No, yeah, I. Because what bad. is confusing about that is yeah. Activision attempted to bring Sierra. They, so they've absorbed it at this point. They do nothing with Sierra. Apparently, they did uh, Galaxies, uh, but then Sierra had that weird resurgence with. Yeah. Uh, uh, the King game. What's it called? Shoot, uh, it's the adventure game where you're a king. King's Quest. King's Quest. Thank mm. you, Jones. Yeah. King's Quest and Geometry Wars. Uh, and then they're like, you know what? We're not going to do these anymore. They they had this big mm. Sierra resurgence. Activision's like, we're going to make small games again. We're going to do them under the Sierra name. And then just two games are like, oh, you know what? That was a bad idea. We like making millions. Um. So. We <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah. Shoot. I mean, is that conversation where do you think Activision will ever be like EA? We're like, hey, we want to make some small games. Doesn't seem like it. Doesn't seem not right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, no. So in 2012, we have Skylanders Giants. Oh, yeah. actually, a cool trivia. So Toys for Bob was actually working on a very dark, another dark Spyro game. Apparently, that had blood in it before they decided to go in the Skylanders direction. They're like, you know what? This is too dark. Jeez. This is not the right for Spyro. 
Wow. How crazy is that? Then they went Shadow to whatever yeah. wasn't dark enough for them for the Talk about some bad box art just dripping from his fangs. Yeah, so. I guess what... Do you think they like took it in a lair? I wish I could see concept art. I'm thinking of lair. You know what I mean? But it's like, it's spiral. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the things you learned from Wikipedia. I learned that he's purple just because they, he's green, but he blended in with the grass too much. So I'm like, oh, let's make him purple. It's cool. Awesome. Contrast. That's why awesome. I said, yeah, it's a good choice. Uh, Swap Force was 2013. Trap Team, 2014. Uh, Superchargers 2015. Sounds like Bowser. Yes, it was. Uh, Yeah, it was Vehicles. Vehicles was the gimmick that year. I remember that. Uh, Imaginators was 2016. Actually, Jones, let's do a little gimmick trivia. What was Giants? What was the gimmick behind that one? They were huge. Okay. What was Swap Force gimmick? You could take the tops and put them on other legs, and they would keep the power of the legs and the the mobility (laughs) thing, but the weapons would be different. What was the Trap Team gimmick? You could trap villains into traps once you defeated them, and then you could play as the villains. What was the Imaginator's gimmick? You could create your own Skylander. Nice. Well done, Jones. Dang. Yes. That was 2016. Uh, Imaginators, and then it was pretty much done. I think they, I'm not sure they ever announced it or if it was official I don't or not. think that, please, chat, correct me on that, or the people in the comments. Uh, I, I don't think we ever officially got that announcement where they're like, we're done. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it is worth mentioning that he got a Netflix show. Yeah, you know what? It is which successful. I watched. Thank you very much. Did you? Oh, yeah. Is it funny? Is it one of those shows that's actually kind of funny? Kind of funny. Cool. What's neat? Yeah. What is fascinating? And that's and again, that's just why I'm blown away. Blown away by the fact that Toys for Bob is doing this because there was like the Skylanders from the old classic series and how he evolved in that. And then they brought him back. It was kind of a different looking Skylanders, or, or a different looking Spyro. And then they did Skylanders and he looked kind of different. And then they did like the, the animated series on Netflix. He looked real weird. And like somebody, the the classic Twitter meme that's flying around right now, where like you don't deserve me at my blank, you know? Yeah. And they showed. The sky- the Netflix version and then well this new one. Yeah, it's good use in the meme. Uh, but speaking of dark, uh, I thought it was fascinating. The pilot for the he, he warms up by the end, but like super cocky in the pilot because it's about the Skylanders Academy. And so he like wants to become a Skylander, mm-hmm. but he's just in the Academy and he's just like step aside everybody and gets like smacked down in the pilot and like, no, you do not become a Skylander. You got to respect God, your elders, nice. buddy. Wait, were nice. Skylanders lore in Spyro games? No, there's there's. I think two carryover characters, Spyro and Cinder from the Legend of Spyro series. Okay. Uh, I think okay. that's it. I think those are the only two characters who made it into Skylanders. Okay. In lore, too. I don't know. Yeah. Are there, like, dragon eggs in Skylanders? No. They're a yeah. bunch, of, bunch of crazy I characters. Thought, yeah, I'm trying to remember. I thought, like, it was just, like, Spyro was, like, doing his own thing, and he runs into the Skylanders in the beginning of the first one or something. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm way the down. Villain, I if you have corrections on Spyro I don't lore, remember. I'm super ready for kind of like Yeah, I want to talk to, like, the Spyro experts. Yes. <laughs> Please. Yeah. So, I mean, that was Jones. I mean, maybe that's why they didn't announce that. Like, we're done with this Toys of Our Life. We're done with the series because of Netflix. And I think they were doing some mobile stuff with Skylanders after that. Maybe that's why they never officially announced. But yeah, from that, what was that, five years in a row? They're like, no, we're done. From just huge success, like, oh, we're making buttloads of money off these toys. And like, we're done. It's Activision, right? Uh, here's what's weird, though, is two years later, we get this Spyro announcement. This, this collection of just normal... Uh, uh, microtransaction free ad- like uh, platforming games ad- adventure platforming games three big games for a little little cheaper price too yeah. it's crazy so generous yeah Activision's so generous <laughs> they got I mean it's called Spyro Reignited I think they want to revitalize the series I think they want to make new crash games this is absolutely yeah. the way to do it yeah uh, 
you know, we talk about just new games coming out, like Yakuza 6 is coming out, but it's like the sixth one, so it's, you know, where do people jump in? Nothing better than just coming in with the first three games in one package. Yeah. Just just inviting you into the franchise. Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah. really, it, it's such an easy sell. It's just, like, the history of Spyro is so funny, he had three good games. He had three well-reviewed games, except for that one weird that Game, Game Boy, Boy Advance, Advance version. Man, <laughs> yeah, and there's, like, so many back-to-back, just some lousy, some sevens. It's fine to have sevens, but some just truly bad 5.0 games. Similar to Sonic, in a way. Yeah. You know, a lot of... Sonic persisted, though. Sonic <laughs> persisted better than Spyro did. But, yeah, it's just, it is weird to, like, look at Spyro's legacy, but it's just, like, you had three greats at the beginning and then just, like, this weird mediocrity for the rest of your life. But to directly compare it to Crash, Crash had a run and then was gone, right? No, like, cr- cr- Crash also had, like, back-to-back weird. years. Yeah. I right, think, but oh, they, did Crash get a reboot? Yeah. Uh, he had tattoos at one point. You remember that? Because it's it's fascinating that Spyro has had, this is the fourth life of Spyro, you know. Yeah, this he is had the his initial Spyro, run, yeah. and then the reboot, mm-hmm. and then Skylanders, yeah. and now we're going back to the beginning. Yeah, that's I just think that's awesome, and I don't think I think that's that's one thing that separates it from from Crash. Yeah, another thing that separates it is like a, a enjoyable, you know. <laughs> Here's the thing: I played through all three Crash games. I, I you know, um, ooh, I didn't finish the first one actually. I got too annoyed, too annoyed at that Very last level, uh, that last world. Yeah. Um, they're enjoyable games. Spyro, you can just chill yeah. out. It's, it's both yeah. worlds. You yes. know, like Crash, you're always sweating. Yeah. Whereas Spyro, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, there's challenges, and I'm sure there's some tricky jumps and boss fights and stuff like that. But Or you can just fly around in beautiful worlds. Burn some mm-hmm. sheep. Yeah. And that's why I like the Skylanders games, because I just turn my brain off and just yeah. wee, run in and watch a bunch of you know, gold coins fly all over the place. All right, so we started talking about Spyro. We'll move on quickly. I realize that the audience is getting sick of talking about Spyro. Um, we talked about it, though, where I was like, I don't know if it's going to do better than Crash, and I want the panel to take a stance. Will this game sell better in this year on PS4 and Xbox One than Crash Bandicoot did on only PS4 in its opening year? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say it does as good or better. Okay. I'm going with it. Who's stronger, Jones? I believe in Spyro. I don't think so. After just everything we said, it feels bad. But I just, I, yeah, I just have doubts. Sure, Damiani. I think Crash will end up selling more on one platform yeah. in one year than Spyro on two. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I asked for hot takes. You gave me hot takes. Nobody looks happy to give me their hot take. It looks yeah, like everybody's like a little. Well, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to like. I hate it. him being like down on that. Uh-huh. Like that seems down, but I'm excited for it. Yeah, I'm probably more excited to play this than Crash. I just think Crash is a little bit more beloved by the like. Has I don't know. I think it might have like more attachment to Sony as part of history. You know, it went you know multi-platform and stuff. It was such a momentous event for it to come back. It was also being teased and all yeah, that the stuff. Tease Same and the build thing. Up was yeah, yeah. Really yeah. Crash was, yeah. Crash was like in one had, of the best Sony press conferences yeah, we've like, ever it, seen. Yeah, like yeah, the Spyro, yeah, Spyro being te- yeah. There's yeah, yeah. Anyway. that's a good point. Yeah. Um, but I'd be stoked if it beat it. Go, you know, go Spyro. That'd be yeah, right. no hard yeah. feelings. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize as I'm going through this timeline as well that Activision bought its independence in 2013 from Vivendi. That's really that was not too long ago. Activision Blizzard, excuse me. I should be technical about those things. But yeah, I thought that's pretty cool. 2013 is like not that long ago, and I've always I guess envisioned Activision as their own thing. Uh, but no, they were part of that. Well, if you family. are being technical, it was Activision that did that. Did that. Activision Blizzard didn't do that. You know, that was they were not Activision Blizzard at the time. 
Uh, so that, that is a truthful statement. I think it was a holding company called Activision Blizzard at that time, Jones. All right, In then. 2013. Wild, okay. Yeah, it's, 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 it gets... Oh, I it got so complicated. much more recent than it is. Wow. I was looking at Vivendi Universal. It's like Universal, Vivendi Universal, just, just Vivendi. So they call themselves Sierra. Then they get involved <laughs> in the other Activision. It was crazy. Crazy timeline of publishers. Better call Hug. Better call Hug. Yeah, yeah better call Hug. Just call Hug. Uh, let's do some little, little love and respect. Love and respect. You know what? Let's do that. Let's back to back. Let's do it. This is from Brandon oh, K. Gon. We're doing more guessing of which will sell better. Okay. Predict oh, the okay. September mind, NPDs. Hello, everyone. Every so often. You Kyle, decide. I demand that I'm on every episode with NPDs, by the way. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Okay. okay. I'll delay the news for you, too. Yeah. Please. Uh, Every, I think you'll like this game then. Uh, when you decide to discuss the NPDs, it leads to a fascinating conversation. So I thought it might be fun to gauge the panel's thoughts about how well four of the big games coming in September oh, will geez. fare. In light of recent release date news, please select in order the games that will do best, worst, and the two in between in commercial sales. If you want to predict how they will do... Uh, commercially, then by all means. I wondered if that, if that meant critically. The four games are Dragon Quest XI. Mm -hmm. That's September 4th. Spider-Man, mm -hmm. announced for September 7th. Shadow of the Tomb Raider, mm -hmm. September 14th. And Spyro Reignited. This is so easy. Was just I have the answer already. Okay, right, Spider-Man is number one. Yep. Tomb Raider is number two. All right, the last three and four are tricky. Don't play with your heart. I want it. Uh, Don't play with your heart. Be smart about this. Uh, Say Dragon Quest. Oh, oh Dragon Quest. Come on. I don't know. And then Spiral. Well, here's the thing working against Spiral. Dragon Quest 11 on PC. It's going to sell better. Wow. Than no, nothing ever. Happened. Like when you say the. It's, Dragon Quest was Dragon Quest. That was like the Destiny 2 argument. Like Dragon just, Quest doesn't sell Also, being on PC argument, doesn't like And help. then Dragon Quest 9 came along and was Dragon on like a popular is, yeah. system. Dragon Quest is 3, Spiral's 4, I'm locking it. Just, just, I'm be, locking just it. be lucky that the uh, Unreal Engine for uh, Dragon Quest 11 was outdated for the Switch. Otherwise, this would be like the this would be a really hard one to guess for number one. That's the reason it's not ported to Switch is the Unreal Engine. You didn't hear is about too that? Old? They actually gave the actual answer. No, it was just incompatible with the versions that can run on Switch or something. So they're working on fixing that and getting it to run on the Switch, Long and they need off. more time. Why, it's like Unreal Three. Is that is that the idea? I don't know the specifics. Okay. It said, it, I mean, it's Unreal something. Yeah. Uh no it's it's Unreal Four it's a version of Unreal Four that the, I, what's the problem come on come on they, it's, it's it's apparently it's outdated outdated okay this they, uh, they couldn't update it that's their they that's the explanation updates. they're giving all right um, anyway really oh so another thing we should say about NPDs is they do revenue and so if you're a forty dollar game you have to sell uh what one third more to meet meet yeah. what everyone else oh, yeah. does I'm, I'm um, confident then Dragon Quest Eleven Square Enix tax baby. Uh. Jones, you got a guess on this? Um, yeah, I'm with... Uh, you You both said the same thing, right? Are we all in agreement? Spider-Man 1, Shadow mm -hmm. Tomb 2, yeah. Dragon Quest 3, Spiral 4. I'm down. Yeah. Yeah? We haven't really... We haven't really... The train hasn't really left the station with the Dragon Quest Eleven advertising. Am I wrong? You are correct. You are right. We, we're, we're, it, we're seeing maybe like a clip here and there, man. some yeah. screenshots and stuff like that. We need a big... We need a big push for Dragon Quest E3. now. Like it, that's what I, that's yeah. what I like E3. about this question is like... Before, when these games were announced for September, before Spider-Man, it was like, oh, good for you. That's a good month for you. Like, Tomb Raider, like, oh, that's perfect for you. Now that Spider-Man is the beginning of September, like, sorry. Yeah. September's AAA now. 
That's crazy. Yeah, we need a we need a big Dragon. I Quest think there's crush. no room I'm for Dragon Quest. That they don't believe in it enough to push it hard right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't think they really will. now is the time. When all these game, all these franchises have had huge numbers. Think of Monster Hunter. Think of Yakuza. Yeah, now yeah. is really the time to push Dragon Quest. But I'm worried that yeah, like even when uh, when they were talking about the Switchers and they said the 3DS version is the best selling version. Is the best selling version. In Japan. Wow. In Japan, yeah. but they're not gonna bring it they over here. Care. Yeah. Because oh yeah. Yeah. So I mean, now we're getting like bad information you know bad news and honestly i think i think kingdom hearts is going to eat up that square enix budget yeah why wouldn't you put all your marketing money into that game that you know is a surefire hit well even two later that's still square multiple oh it is too yeah (laughs) they can market multiple games at the same time you only have some money damiani you gotta split that budget like look how much they're still putting into 15 because they're taking it seriously like doing like a pax East panel and like pushing that stuff. Got that worldwide brand name. I think Square Enix is capable of doing like multiple campaigns at the same time. They are, but it's not going to be a big campaign. Oh, Dragon! I don't think it's going to be big. I'll be realistic. Dragon Quest XI's campaign will not be that big. Yeah. Oh, it will not be. I kind of want to put it in last. I kind of want to put it fourth place. Loved what Nino Kuni two did, man. That's all it took. That one trailer at PSX, you know, it the gave announcement it its, trailer. Yeah, yes. it gave it its moment. Yes. And that's all it needed. Like oh, yeah. so many people jumped on the on, on the hype train. It's like Dragon Quest Eleven needs that that just one moment. It's leading up gameplay trailer they put out and like yeah. people were already complaining about like the text bubble stuff they redid mm-hmm. or whatever not looking as good as the original the Japanese mm-hmm. version. <laughs> Alright. Okay. <laughs> the text bubbles. Uh Top 10 text bubbles. I almost... So I got a temptation to uh, undersell Tomb Raider as well. I don't know if Tomb Raider is going to blow up this year. I don't think it's going to blow yeah. up, but I, I still I, think I don't it's... know what game you're talking about. <laughs> it's not a game. It's... Right. You know what I mean? Like, what are, what are we... For what what cause do we have to know what the hell well, that game's going to be like coming, at all? It is coming this month, to be fair. I think we're yeah. going to see right. that this month. Yeah. So that's... Yeah. It's... Just to, and in this part right now, where we're standing right now, Let's shake it up. It's hard to tell. What? Let's do Spider Man one. Uh, yes. Still, Spyro number oh, two. Yes. Hey. This is my temptation. Yes. No. Shadow the Tomb Raider three. Yeah. Dragon Quest eleven four. Well, you said it out loud, so if it happens, I there, kinda, there it was right there. I yeah. can see Spyro doing very well. Crystal ball. Tomb tell Raider me the still truth. Tomb Raider wishes it could get forty five thousand likes on a screenshot. All Tomb Raider wishes it could do dude, that. Dude, it's gonna show one trailer and everyone's gonna. Freak out because games right now right, are beautiful and ridiculous. What is happening in that trailer? What are you even imagining that makes some people sc- giant tomb or something? Okay, and some double pistols that would work. Like Kyle, what, what do you got? All right, we got a new I'm order from Damian. Could, could Spyro be because it's multi-platform? Yeah, could sell more than Spider-Man? No, why not? No, Spider Man is just going to do bonkers. It's yeah. too high. Yeah, sure. It's one yeah. of the top yes. games We're talking of marketing the budget. Year. That's just like, yeah. it's too big to fail at this point. They're yeah. spending too, too much money to on it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I had to push yeah. a little bit. Just yeah. one challenge. It's like, it's like Destiny 2 style marketing budget. Yeah. Like, they're just, just putting it's, it's, it's the horizon of this year. Yeah. 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 All <laughs> eggs are in that basket. Yeah. Yeah. I do appreciate you challenging that, Damiani. You got to present the other side. Like, it's going to be Spider Man and then the other three games. Well, Spider Man outsell all the others combined. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, uh, I won't go I that thought, far. I, I, I just, I just, Tomb I just Raider. want to reiterate. Do you know what game I thought about a lot this week? It was not Red Dead Redemption. It was Spider Man. Man, I, I ugh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm getting shakes, man. I want to play so that. You're checking out the so stuff. Bad. 
The swing stuff? Did you watch the swing oh. video? I watched everything nice. multiple yes. times, I man. Watched... Combats. I watched GIFs for like oh. five minutes straight. Just the same looping <laughs> yeah, 10 second too. animation. That, yeah. 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 Like, I watched a GIF for like uh, 10 minutes of him swinging. They're both going to be great, but I'm getting that one first, and so I'm just, oh, yeah. I can't help it. I want. It's like, I'm excited for E3. I'm excited for Comic-Con. I'm excited for PAX. Like, this summer's going to be great. I don't want to like go past these events, but I'm like, you know... Eric Cartman with the Wii right now. I want to just climb up a mountain and bury myself in the snow and just wait. I'm coming wow. for you. Uh, <laughs> uh, Damian, it looks like you had one last thought before we move on. Um, so about Dragon Quest Eleven. Let's get. Let's say something amazing. About Dragon yeah. Quest Give us something. The fact that it's coming on PC is. Awesome. I think it's going to help a lot. It's going to. You know do, what? Like, it will. I was. Do- I was downplaying it. You're totally right. It I, will I think that's going to help a lot, and I think that. I think you'll be surprised with this one. Even if they don't put as big of a budget behind the marketing effort for this, I think word of mouth will start to pick up oh, with yeah. Dragon Quest Eleven as we get closer to the release. Sure, don't sleep on it. But it's, it's a beautiful it's such looking a game. Crowded don't month, sleep though. Like I wish they just Dragon moved Quest. that to August. It's like, come on, yeah. get out of there. Moving to Kwame Two's time. It was Kwame Two September. Or... August. Oh yeah, moving to Kwame Two's <laughs> time frame. Come on. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. Like let those two games fight. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Let them just live and love together. I don't feel good with it fighting Spider-Man. <laughs> Hi, allies. So I have a relative who loves games, but has a big problem. He's in prison. Whoa. In a way, it's been good. He's gotten his priorities straight, taken responsibility for his decisions, and finished up his GED. But for the next three to four years, he has no way to enjoy his favorite hobby. My wife and I can send him letters books, and magazine subscriptions, God bless those still in print, but he doesn't have much else. So my question is this, if you were stuck in a cell with just a pen, notepad, and limited access to media, how would you explore your love for gaming? Genuinely asking for a friend, thanks for your time, love and respect, cloisterance. Fascinating question. Yes. I'm a horrible, horrible artist. Mm-hmm. So I would work on just all day, every day, just drawing Resident Evil monsters. That's what I would I would oh, start dude. on. You can send him books, right? You can send him some books. So I read there was another comment beneath it actually, and the, oh. this is not like for and for that reason where I'm making up the other things. I was actually reading deeper into that. Yeah, uh, there's some books like instructional books that are okay, mm. but like some books the prison will not allow you to put in. I just any tabletop. Oh, like D&D, baby? you mean? Yeah. Okay. Or just Vampire That's Masquerade or, you yeah. know, anything. You're right. Even if you're just reading it, like, obviously you're not playing with a lot of other people. Maybe the... the but like you were saying, just pen and paper, you know, yeah. like, draw out, you know, maps. Maybe, like, be inspired and make your own, you know, and, mm-hmm. like, create your own world or, um, you know, get some campaigns ready and uh, get good at that. You know, get knowledgeable about the rules. And, and so you, you come out of that, you know, being... Uh, I just think that's fascinating. And I think and I think it just seems to be growing more and more with popularity. Just uh, across like the whole social spectrum of gaming. Yeah, Tamiani, how would you? What would you do? I would either write fan fiction about no, like like if you like the, like the story element of it, like yeah. you're not gonna know what happens in these series. So one, you could write like your own stories about like how would I want this to go after I've if you've already experienced these games up to the point you were put in prison. It's like okay, I'm gonna come up with some original stories. How I'd like to see this go. I would actually like spend time coming up with like cool ideas for where like what I think the next game in the series is gonna be like, and tell the people on the outside do not tell me what the sequel is gonna be like. Yeah. I want to try and envision it. I'm gonna write a bunch of ideas when I come out. I want to see what it's like, and then you're gonna come out and be like, Skylanders is my favorite series. 
and I imagine all these new toys and stuff, yeah. and they're like, there's a Spyro reignited trilogy coming out. And like, what? <laughs> what have they done to my toys? Yeah, yeah. he actually <laughs> like, no, what if? Whoa. You said Skylight is my favorite series. Yes. Like, well, there's no toys. There's in no this. toys in this. Uh, no, but like, on a serious note, like, yeah, like coming up with that would be kind of fun. It's like, it's like keeps you excited for like that day you get out because like I, I gotta know, I gotta know what, what I thought of and what really happened. Yeah, I think magazines are clutch. Uh, uh, Game Informer is good. What's like Edge is a really good magazine still. Uh, I love those, and you're getting to keep up up to date on things. It would take me back to like my my childhood slash teenage years where screenshots are all you had, and it was mm-hmm. up to your imagination after that. Um, but yeah, it's hard for me. I wonder if I'd be cool with like I used to love designing levels, and it's still I like run stuff through my mind of like games I would design. I wonder if that would that would get tiresome. You know what I mean? It's kind of hard to believe in yourself for that long. And so like I wonder if I'd be cool with that. What's up, Damiani? So I'd be kind of worried that the guards and stuff would see that stuff and think I was like drawing escape plans and stuff. No, you can do like, <laughs> you can drawing do, like, like maps and stuff. It's like, yeah. okay, what's this here? Oh, it's my new design for uh, Final Fantasy 16. Uh, this is what I call the, the cool winds pasture field zone that kind of that shape there looks a little similar to uh the yard the yard over the there yard. is that the workout facility over there i was what you planning inspired by the yard no yeah, I, yeah it's uh I don't know. books are cool uh you make a way out there are good gaming books i wonder like it is the co- the complicated thing of like the prison gets to look at the book and say nah we can't put this one in that makes things complicated so yeah I think instructional books are like a easy way if the if those get in yeah there's some cool ones like that so yeah oh man I and forgot concept about concept art yeah, dude, I about it's the, such like, a big the, part of games like yeah drawing. Yes. I would just try to draw yeah the like good literature written about video games like uh, the oh is a game over the history of a uh, Nintendo one. I'm forgetting like one of them was blood sweat and pixels yeah oh, there's like, so many yeah like yeah, that stuff so many, yeah. like I, you can actually take this chance to like get like caught up on like his like history of games and stuff like that yeah you, I mean even like going back like in reading because you'd have to wait a new month for each new magazine maybe like if you get something more frequently you can get like old like magazines like huh, I'm kind of curious about like what people said and covered on like this game I don't know get more informed Ooh, if you could send in old EGMs that'd be yeah. so fun yeah. I mean it'd be kind of like yeah I can see some benefit in that as well yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. I mean, three to four years is a long time. It's going to be miserable, but it's cool that you're supporting your family member. Uh, yeah. It's... And when they get out, PlayStation 5. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Easily, Wait. yes. <laughs> yeah. Fine. We'll be waiting for you. Oh, can you imagine just catching up on five years of video games? I can't yes, catch I can. up on like <laughs> I can't do it, dude. I can't do it, dude. Yeah. No. Oh, and like the pressure of society, skip all the bad too. stuff, you know? <sighs> It's like, like, oh, what about this one? Oh, no, that wasn't. Yeah, the hype turned out to be false. Actually, don't do that. You know, oh, okay. Yeah, you know what? Skip Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People didn't like Peter Parker's hair. It was a weird yeah. thing. Just they really hung up on it. Uh, let's, do, let's do a really quick game before we wrap up. I think we can blow through this game. This is kind of fun. All right. Uh... There Can Only Be One is the name of this game. Highlander. I love that. On, you, it's on uh, Amazon Prime right now. Go, go, yeah, go do it. Get in there. Oh, okay. So, uh, shoot. I don't know if I want to play the game this way. I don't like, like, this game lives, this game dies. Um, That's yeah, I refuse. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I just want to... Um, we're going to determine which 
earns the uh, the acronym. Uh, which one earns it? So example is G O W. Is that God of War or Gears of War? Who yeah. earned it? Oh, God of War. God of War. Of War. Yeah. I think today you could give it to God of War. Yes. Right. I think what, for a though? while it was Gears. You know uh, what? When I think of God of War, though, I think of the entire name. I think of God of War. So you would never type out G-O-W? I would never type out G-O-W for God oh. of War. But I would for Gears of War. No, you type Gears. When you say Gears, everybody knows exactly what yeah. series you're talking about. I don't say about. God of War. I don't say Gao or G-O-W. Well, for most of these, that's not going to be the case, actually. If okay. I wrote it's you like, an email and said it and didn't specify and you weren't sure, I, I would, you would I would, probably think yeah. of God of War first. True. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, let's, yeah. give it, let's give it to God of War. Let's do it. Going to get harder. <laughs> MK. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Or Mario Kart? No way. No. 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 no, no, no. no. Wait, even, no way. Even, no as, even, way, even like with Nintendo stuff, like MK will always first yeah. and foremost be Mortal Kombat. My brother. Okay. Let's, let's play a couple games of MK. Right. Actually, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Because I, what I would also say, too, uh, I, I would rarely say Mario Kart. I would say Double Dash, I would say. You mm. know, like, specifically, they had a lot of. Um, no, they stopped doing it because Mario Kart 8 is the most recent Mario Kart game. Yeah. I don't see many people abbreviate. Or you just cart. Why don't we say MK8? It's because it's because of Mortal Kombat. We it's way faster to say MK8 Deluxe than it is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. But yeah, we absolutely stick with that. Because that game also has like MK like Mortal Kombat games have MK all over the place too. Yeah. So it's yeah. like yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Good branding. M E. Mass Effect. Or Mirror's Edge. No Mass Effect. Mass Effect. Mass Effect. Sorry, that's an easy one. I'm sorry, okay. Mirror's yeah. Edge. Yeah. Respect. R R. Raving Rabbids. No. Or, you don't even want to hear the second one? Red that's Ribbon. Right. Red Ribbon Army. Ridge Racer. I don't think either, but that's cool. Yeah, Red Ribbon Army. I'm going with Red Ribbon Red, Army. Yeah, or, or, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's Red Sorry. Ribbon Army. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah. Dragon Ball. It's, it's another Dragon Ball. Oh, thing. no. <laughs> Bring it back. Yeah, I, I'm, that's circle. all I'm seeing now. Well, I mean, the first Full thing, no, let's be real. The first circle. thing I thought of was Railroad. Is that R? Is that Railroad game? Monopoly. Monopoly. What's up? It's RRA, right? It's Red Ribbon Army. No, no, in the show, it's the symbol R &R. is just RR. Yeah. It looks like a little bow tie. Yeah. It's, yeah. SM. What? SM. Super Mario. No, it's no, Super Mario SMB. SMB. Yeah. Or Shen Mu. No, get out of here. You're done. You're done. This is your done. Get out. Get Cause I, I think you gotta give it to Mario, right? No, no one says SM for Super Mario. So no, neither of those are in there, right? Yeah, neither it's of always those like, like the original ones are SMB. Okay, SMB right. one, SMB two, SMB three. Secret of Monkey Island. Nobody so. earned it. Okay, there's like Secret of Mana, maybe. Oh Where's the O? Was that just a way to get Shemu in there? I think so. Made it, made it two, two different words. <laughs> okay, be great to spell it like two words, like S H A N M O O. Shanmu. That looks good. Yeah. DS. Nintendo DS. Yeah. Nintendo well, DS. Demon Souls uh, or Dead Space. By the way, not why too not many Dark people Souls? say Souls. Souls is yeah, it's always Souls. The other people call it Souls. Or so we're giving that to Dead Space. It's either Souls or Demon Souls. No, it's for, Nintendo for DS. No, yeah, get out of here. Never, never, for the rest DS. of my life, you're never gonna say DS to me, and I'm gonna think yeah, of anything okay. other than. All right, so Nintendo we're giving that, that to Nintendo yeah, DS. Yeah, we're Nintendo DS. Okay, all right, overridden. Okay, AC. Assassin's Creed or. Animal Crossing. Nope. No. Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed. Wow, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. AC Origins, AC Syndicate, yeah, AC, AC because, because they yeah, because AC there were Dream? so many oh, I thought for sure. the other uh, names okay. associated with those games AC that it was always AC yeah. this. SC. Starcraft. Or Super Castlevania. Starcraft. Well, no, SC2 SC2 all the time. 
Starcraft SC 2 is Starcraft. Could you SC2? SC2? I'm, yeah. I'm S- hearing Soul Calibur. SC? No, SC is is uh, Starcraft. Starcraft. Okay. okay. All right. Soul Calibur was Who's always like SC? SC question mark. Sorry. SC like anytime I'm online like want a game SC Starcraft. <laughs> you're talking to huh? a friend. Huh? You yeah. type SC question, SC question mark and that friend knows what you're talking exactly. about. Exactly. Okay. All right. Yeah. Then it earned it. Yes. Then it earned it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mario. Oh, sorry. MP Mario Party or Max Payne. This is a tr- this is a really tricky one. Yeah. This is a really yeah, close call. Yeah, I, I just have like because of my yeah my bias it's Mario Party, but I can definitely see like it being either or. I think neither of these games are referred to by their acronym. No, I agree. I think we're in that realm now where none of these games really are. <laughs> What's with, with the exception What's of Who deserves uh, it? Mario Party probably for me. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it fifty-one forty-nine Mario Party. That's okay. a good spot. Uh, yeah, good shoot, I think I would have given Max Payne. Okay, uh, SF Street, Street Fighter. Fighter or Star Fox. No. Nah, Street Fighter. Okay. Star Fox. Uh, that's from Ian at Alexander no. Arts. But below that oh, comment, we got a bonus Arts. one. I want to oh, talk. Oh, bonus. Somebody thought like, hey, this is fun. I'll do one too. BB. Arts. BB. Bla- uh, oh, I already thought Blaze Blue, but that's because it's most re- Blood- current. Bloodborne? Bloodborne or Bubble Bobble. This is from Tyler Travis, by the way. Thank you, Tyler. <laughs> Neither. Neither get both Neither. BB. What was the one that Damiani said? Blaze Blue. Blaze Blue is BB. Yeah, sure, okay. yeah, Blaze yeah, Blue. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. We did it. We did it. Yeah, and I insulted Blaze Blue enough last week, so this makes up for <laughs> okay, it. Okay, yeah, good okay. Call. You're BB. Good call. <laughs> BB eight. Cool. BB eight. That's, That's where my mind went uh, immediately. Yeah. I was like, "Where's the number?" Nope. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Oh, you know who's a cute BB? Hmm. Uh, uh, Kill Bill. Ah, uh, uh, daughter. Hey, BB. kiddo. What BB? It's Kill Bill. Kiddos. Baby is named Beatrix. Yeah. Whatever. Beatrix is her last name. No, it's like her first name is BB. It's like yeah. B oh, dot okay. B dot is her name. Oh, got it. Really? Yeah. And, and her last name's Kiddo. Saw it. Her last Kiddo. name yeah. is Kiddo. Right. Got Beatrix it. Beatrix yes, yes, yes. Kiddo. Yep, yep, yep. And that's the reveal. It's like, oh, that's her last name. Spoilers. Oh my gosh. Kill Bill spoilers are on the table. Yeah, hope you hope you watched it. I don't like Huber. <laughs> I don't think That's I'm ever gonna watch it. <laughs> Jones, I don't think I'm ever gonna be able to watch that movie again because of Uma Thurman talking about how like she almost died driving that car. It's I do yeah. I have to fast forward through yeah. that scene. That's a tough Did shot you, to you watch now. After it? you've watched yeah. that shot, yeah. Yeah. Like, you've seen that footage of her hit that tree. Yeah, yeah. that shot is hard to watch because she's having such a great time <laughs> driving yeah. around. Yep. She's just a good actor, man. Yeah. Like you know she's, she's miserable terrified. right there. Yeah, and she's still like, okay, I'll do this long dumb monologue. Here we go. I don't think I can watch that movie okay anyway it's time for bets next week's bet yakuza 6 the song of life will be released on april 17th at this point next week what will the trophy percentage be for the trophy called i'll have calamari defeated the emperor squid currently that trophy percentage is at 17.6 percent meaning that the reviewers of this game of the the reviewers that got the game through through weird downloads yeah Downloading the demo. Didn't get that trophy. 17.6% is the active uh, trophy percentage. Uh, Huber is among them. You got it. that trophy. I have it. What? How big is an emperor squid? Give me the amount of feet. Have you seen that episode of Baywatch with the giant squid? No. I mean, it's a little smaller than that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All the giant okay. squids in the world. <laughs> it's a little smaller than that. You give me an amount of feet. I don't know. How big is an emperor? How many Hasselhoffs is it? <laughs> For what? 
I've ne- I had never watched Baywatch growing up, but for whatever reason, in my household, that two-part giant squid episode was like making the rotations in my house. Wow. Like, I won't forget it. A Again, two-parter of Baywatch. It was a, we didn't watch Baywatch in my house, but for, for whatever reason, I guess it was an event. Yeah. So yeah. we watched that. So, I mean, I know you won't give me feet, but, like, let's talk, like, six feet of the main squid part and then six feet of tentacles. Is that unrealistic? Yeah, at least. It's pretty big. In the game? Yeah. Okay. Whoa. Like, it's not a spo- like it's not a spoiler, but it's, like, a first-person light gun section. Ooh. That sounds like a That sounds That's terrifying. Sick, dude. I mean, it's all the minigame. There's That's so mini-game. many minigames okay, so in cool Yakuza. Mini-game. Cool. So one of the minigames is... A light gun deep sea diving thing. That's so fun. It's so fun. And the uh, like, he was it's like, so fun. there's like a deep story involved too. It's yeah. never just a mini game. Yeah, it's never just a mini game. Just yes. Yeah. What's the trophy percentage for that? Twelve percent. Yeah. So just to be clear to everybody, we assume it's gonna drop when the masses get the game from the reviewers, but that's never a safe call. Huber, what's your gut bet? Say fourteen percent. Nice, Damiani. Uh, seven point eight percent. Ooh. Wow. And I said nine point two percent. Let me lock those in. I got the high one? Yes. Damn. Yeah, you got the high one. Yes. Tro- and it's always, the high one always wins for trophies. We always <laughs> think that it's not going to happen. No, and no. then... Those trophy hunters. Trophy hunters, get them. Yep. Last week's bet was... About, we bet about uh, Spider-Man's release date. Uh, very little drama behind this one because we said it multiple times throughout this podcast. Damiani, do you remember what your bet was? September 7th. No, no you wish you got it on the exact date. Oh, four, three yeah, days yeah, away. Yeah, yeah you yeah, bet sorry. on September 4th, and the actual yeah. date was September 7th. Uh, everyone else very far off, me, myself, the farthest. Uh, Damiani, you get a point then. So that brings us to the Red Grouse 5. <laughs> Gorgeous Gorillas 7. <laughs> wow, we think sorry. we have to redo that one. Sorry. I kind of like that. It was like an echo. It was like coming at me. <laughs> to me, it was like a beer commercial. <laughs> it was like... <laughs> it's like it's gorgeous gorilla beer. beer. Yeah, yeah, gorgeous gorilla beer. Uh, Droopy Eagle Five. Uh, Damiani. Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll get there. I want to plug Patreon again. Oh, and yeah. I know we uh, like we got a little bit of it with a little tease about that cup of Jones. But let me tell you something. <laughs> you know what? I actually shoot. I had a whole thing written up. I had a statement written up, Jones, because of all the flack that I got for last statement. week. Jones, let me. Uh, so let me let me ask you this. I love hearing about you getting flack. Go on. Oh, I got a lot of flack. Um, let me ask you this, Jones. Do you think it would be unfair for me on the podcast to be like Netflix and say, "I don't care if you share your early access to this podcast." It's a little weird. Is it weird? I think it'd be cool. Like I think I think that that's a way to like spread awareness and like I feel like that's a better way to get more people to do it than like otherwise. Okay, so we have two it's just different a size sizes. issue. We're just not we, we want to grow. We're not that big. That's Netflix wants to grow. Netflix. You, oh, it's HBO, HBO Go. Netflix, this HBO is Go us, says okay? share your codes. HBO Go. Does. Netflix says do not share. Yeah, your codes. Say, HBO Go is but like everybody whatever. does it anyway. Like everybody shares those codes. You know, I, I just because right. basically, Jones, when people were like, I can't believe he like told everybody the secret of Patreon, and when I, I'm feeling like. Patreon doesn't have a secret. Like, to me, Jones, uh, Patreon is easily exploitable. You know what I mean? Like, people can just oh, sure. put yeah, the my, links up on 4chan. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, people just get it. Right. Um, but uh, 
to me, like Patreon exists and works because of like generosity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not like we're tricking people into paying us and like we're not pay- we're not. I mean, selling we would videos. love to. We just haven't figured it out yet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, people just give us money because like I, I think you know the things that I like to give money to it just feels good, and I, I just want to like make a thing that people feel good giving money to is, is basically that's the Cliff's notes of the statement I wrote. Nice. Play by the rules, everybody. Play by the rules. No, I I'm never... saying okay. Jones says play by the rules. I'm saying sh- like let's. You have a friend from work. And you're just like, hey, if you want to buy me lunch tomorrow, I'll give you the early access to the Easy Allies podcast. And then maybe eventually that person loves the podcast as much as you do, you know? And then you're like, you both enjoy it more. You're sure. enjoying that podcast early access more if you're sharing it with I, a friend. I certainly encourage people to let other people they like know about the Easy Allies, or Easy Allies in general. And okay. if, if you're, yeah. you know, gateway, you think the best way, the introduction is through the podcast, then I do what you got to do. I like but. your choice of words, Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm glad we had both these sides on the podcast too. I'm glad we had those. Pers- you got one, a third perspective, Damiano. No, I was going to say I like listen to your argument and stuff, but if I, you know, what Jones says, and for that reason, I'm out. Right? <laughs> okay, fine. Right. Did you get it out of your system? Can we just can we can yeah. we get back to yeah exactly the way things should be done uh, now? But Kyle? yeah, I want to say hey, if you are a five dollar patron of this podcast, you get it two days early. You get that code, uh, not code. You get a link, uh, it, but you also get an RSS feed, and so you can just get it automatically up into your phone at, uh, every single week, two days early. Um, yeah, so check out Patreon.com/slash/EasyAllies to see all of the things that we can offer you, Michael Damiani. You won the bet. You actually, I should give you more credit. You were three days off. That was awesome. Everyone, yeah, I remember you were like, you were like, be bold or be, like, what was your thing? You were upset with optimistic, optimistic, and yes. you picked July or something. I picked June. And, or June. Everyone else picked later, and you're like, that's that's not optimistic. It was not optimistic. Yeah, you weren't very optimistic. Can I can I offer a completely worthless comment? Please. I would have totally bet September. It, it bummed me that that was the podcast. Yeah, I, I, I think I would have lost because it ended up being Jones. seventh and you said fourth and I probably oh, would have yeah. gone like 10th or 11th yeah, or something. Yeah. So I probably would have been just clipping. I was yeah. Oh, would have tied, Jones. It would have got an ounce. Yeah. It's that, that seat yeah. right there. Yeah. It's got some magic. magic no, I'm kidding. Yeah. Magic seat. Magic seat. <laughs> uh, so you get the right responsibility to share your Twitter handle with the world. You get uh, to promote any Easy Allies video you would like to promote. Mm-hmm. You get to sign off with your trademark sign off. And you get the final word on anything you've disagreed with, want to reiterate, or just thought of right now in this moment. Sure. Uh, you can follow me. Uh, Twitter, handle actually, Twitter handle actually changed recently. Wait, really? Yeah, because the one I wanted became available. Wait, after for a long time. Were you checking? You were like spamming I, it every I, day? No, I like wasn't checking every day. I'd message this guy who had it or whoever was had it i was like this is exciting because it was like a like an old account they hadn't used it for i was like hey do you mind like just like either changing your name to something random or whatever like, <laughs> i was like i like i like, i, like, I, I kind of like this nickname and stuff kind of like i use it and stuff and just never heard a reply i was like all right they're never gonna change what year was that when did that happen that i did it once in the last few months and then once back at uh game trailers okay so years, in the years back. back years back. uh so anyway the handle is at damianicus so it's my Ooh, last name, but nice. and then add C-U-S at the end. Well, spell so, your last name. D-A-M-I-A-N-I, then C-U-S. Mm-hmm, Damianicus. Uh, some nice, more behind dude. that. Uh, what's next? Oh, yeah, video. I want to promote uh, something we are going to start doing weekly here uh, called, uh, well, it's now Easy Allies Clips. And I want to promote it because just check it out and give us your feedback on it is basically... A compilation of clips of our Twitch streams from the previous week. And those clips are provided to us by you in the community. So if you have uh, I think you need a Twitch account to do them. I think you can't do them as a guest. But 
I could be correct on that. But just go to any of our VODs or during any actual live stream. And if you use the clip functionality, uh, it creates a clip for us. And I go through those at the end of the week. And I will pick a bunch of those to put into a compilation <laughs> to basically be a highlight reel of what you missed in the past week. Some of you said, hey, I just don't have time to watch all your streams. Some I certainly of you, don't. Some yeah. of you are like, I just want to see, like, hey, I, I want to see like why I should watch these. And we feel these will be good. But as I said, this want- YouTube, you're watching Kill Bill instead of my streams. You could have put Kill Bill aside. You could have watched Uma Thurman be safe and some other thing. But instead, you decided yeah, to watch Kill Bill you again. Missed, you missed so many moments moments from Kyle's stream. You watched Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Oh, Chamber of Secrets. He had, he had a part he found disturbing. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, he had a discussion uh, about Hufflepuff. Damiani, I feel like you <laughs> put on Hufflepuff. a voice where you're like underselling it. It's a very un- entertaining video. Yeah. It's basically so people can just make clips live as we stream, and then you just assemble like it's a best of streaming of Twitch yes. in a given week, and it's fun. It's a fun, very video. good way to put it, Kyle. Yeah. My favorite very moment way. was Ben. Ben beating that vampire. Oh yeah, with one member of his, his party. entire party. Yeah. Yeah. Last yeah. hit, the yeah. JRPG last hit before you're about to die. It's yeah. a good In moment. Winning yes. is like Home the run. best feeling. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, check it out. Leave us your feedback, and we're gonna keep evolving it till we get to a point that we all feel good about, both us and the community. Uh, point or something, like last word or something. Last word, yep. Uh, I don't really disagree or anything like that. I just do. I want to back up and just like clarify that when I was talking about like uh when I was talking about lawbreakers, uh, I forgot to point out it is a, a, a it's a hero shooter. Uh, they were a little late to the party, so I, I I think I might have framed it as they were like fort like I thought I was saying like it was like a battle royale game. I apologize, but I think they're trying to do a better job this time by capitalizing faster and sooner and being a part of that trend before it's just too late and you kind of miss the window. So, uh, and I hope they do better this time. So a little bit more, op- I'm way more optimistic about uh, rain. Uh, <laughs> the, the game you can't remember the name of. I, I think it's going to do well. <laughs> uh, I wanted to say instant rain. I was like, radical heights. Radical heights. <laughs> <Radical laughs> it's like, I'm so off. I instant apologize. Instant rain is, we got to trademark that. <laughs> yeah, instant, instant rain. rain. It's so cool. <laughs> instant rain is so cool, Damiani. Oh my. Just like walking outside, <laughs> just imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like instant rain. That's the mechanic. Dude. Oh, but, it's such a battle royale I'm name sorry, too. Yes. It's yes. such a battle royale name. Instant wow. rain. But okay. yes, everyone at Bosque, I, I, I have the, I have high hopes and wish you the best with this new endeavor. And uh, my sign off, may the way of the hero lead to the Triforce. I am yeah. enjoying these microtransactions.